0: Blog Talk Radio. So logically, for the last episode we ever have on Blob Talk, something goes wrong and we can't call in correctly. I am texting. I'm texting Sean to call in right now. As a guest, so we've been trying for the last five minutes to get through. Um, I don't really know why he's doing that, but what are you going to do? And yeah, so after eight years of an enormous amount of fluctuation with quad talk, um, I'm tech, okay, now I have to tech, call in as a guest. Okay. So both of us have been blocked on it, but we seem to be, at least I hope I'm on. So suffice it to say, after eight years of continuous—not continuous, continuous frustration—but ah, uh, see if he's see if he's on and he can hear. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back,
1: my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Standing. Blast,
0: that's a real blade of grass. Be careful as you
1: pass. Move along, move along. All in time, I'm a soldier by the star. Guaranteed to. Hey! Hey! Na, 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 na. hey. He they want to tell me what I can and I can't do. Na, 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 na. Okay, that was the wrong now, na now, na, na so. That was supposed to be a different non-nonsense. Is it not? I don't know what the hell that was. It was supposed to be. I think it's this one. Yeah,
0: that makes more sense.
1: And because of the problems that we had today, amongst other things, today is our last show on Blog Talk Radio. We will be moving next week to some uh, predetermined location that Randy and Zellia knows all about, and we will get there. As, and we will put that on Facebook and Twitter and everything else. I'm trying to figure out what number episode we are here. Seth, do you have any ideas? It's has gotta be close to four hundred. Well, I know that we started we started in November of when I moved to New York. So that was two thousand and eleven. So November of two thousand and eleven. So figure we're in twenty twenty and let let's just go twenty twenty So that is 2011. So that's nine years times 12 months, and we didn't hit every single one. So it's 108 times four, which which would be 432 episodes, roughly. So yeah, you're right. We're in. We're like number 400. We'd be like in syndication on any like network (laughs) television show right now.
0: Uh, We've hit the number. I am trying. Austin Howard, Howard
1: Stern. Austin Howard Stern. We would be in syndication.
0: Well, I guess. So us are now you and
1: back? Also. Are you back in the office? Because I can barely hear you. So you must be on speakerphone.
0: No, I'm actually. I couldn't call in on the phone, so I found a button where I could call in on the computer. Can you hear me better now? Yes, I can hear you much better. Okay. Much I can turn the microphone up. So it only took me okay. 430 episodes to find out I could call. I can I can actually not have to be on my phone to do this, and I can just do it from (laughs) the switchboard. Oh, it's that little microphone. It's the telephone thing on the switchboard. Yes, it's the telephone thing on the switchboard.
1: Oh, that would have been fun. We should have. You know what you should do do now, Seth. You should actually. You should actually call in. Like put it on mute and call in so you can actually use your phone as a microphone rather than the microphone on the computer. No,
0: and I'll just let you in as a guest. This is more than fine. All right. So well, okay. So what do we want to discuss?
1: There's so well much- here we are. Here we are and we have let's see a baseball, meh, who knows? Basketball,
0: meh, who knows? EPL, maybe in two weeks, I think they announced today. They announced EPL and Syria A are both coming back June 17th. June 17th, so three weeks. Three.
1: Yeah, three weeks. And the only one that has a formidable, uh, the only one that actually has a realistic schedule out there already is hockey. But the problem is, hockey doesn't know where they're playing. So and how they're getting their people there, considering that 30 to 40% of the league is from Europe and Russia. So I'm kind of wondering how they're getting everybody here. But I think soccer has the best chance of succeeding in this. Um, I think that they don't play all that close to each other. There's no tackling. There's – I mean – there's no legitimate tackling. Um, You tackle on your feet. I think EPL, I'll be interested in watching EPL and Serie A. I know it it shocks me to say that. You're going to watch watch soccer? I will watch soccer. Look, I think everybody is so starved for some form of sport that I will watch soccer. Like, I think I am at the point where I will watch soccer. I have tried to find stuff on TV to watch. Like I'm having a hard time finding anything I haven't watched. I mean the last three days I've watched a, a documentary on the history channel of Grant, which was tremendous, but <laughs> I've actually looked forward to it like and I love history, but I was like wow i I actually like was looking forward first of all, if you'd like to go on seven six zero two eight three oh eight four six seven six zero two eight three oh eight four six we'll probably go to five fifteen today not not 5.30. We're probably not going to go for the full hour as Seth and I are both still working and it is a work day. So it's actually been one of my busier weeks. So I'm, I'm very happy to take a 45 minute break and, and not type for a while. Uh, What do you, I mean, hockey has gone to supposedly a 24 team round Robin. Basketball is an interesting mix which they haven't really decided yet, but Damian Lillard has said, if I'm not in the playoffs, I'm not playing. And baseball is labor. And we discussed it last week, but it's just getting worse and worse.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think soccer and baseball are the two sports that make the most sense because of the lack of physical lack of physical, you know, not exertion, but pretty much just not very much less physical interaction. Um, soccer you know, came back to Germany two weeks ago. I don't. I haven't. I mean, I'm sure if there had been a significant impact based off of it, we would know. Um, you know, as I said, uh, EPL comes back to set June 17th. Um, what do you call it, comes back La Liga comes back, or Syria, and comes back 20th, EPL comes back June 17th. You know, hockey, at least, they have the masks, so maybe there'll be a prereq, you have to play with a mask. So the spinning, there's so much covering and so many padding that the physical interaction, while not limited, probably limit the ability to contract the virus. The NBA, I don't know how they do it in that regard. In baseball, you don't touch in the it's very little. But they can't get out of their own way. So. Well, it's, it's interesting to me the
1: athletic, which you have said numerous times, and I said it this morning to a couple of friends, has basically been the only source of sports entertainment in the last, I don't know, month, month and a half. Um, yep. You know what? There, there have been some zany articles, but they're fun articles. Like, yesterday there was an article about, which I did not remember, but up until 2005, the number one and number two draft picks, the number one draft pick in the Major League Baseball, had a, it didn't depend on who was the worst team. It actually flip-flopped year to year between the American League and the National League. So, wow. in, the year, in the year that Ken Griffey was drafted – number one, in the year that A-Rod was drafted number one, the Mariners had the first pick in the draft, but they were not the worst team in the league. Ken, Gri- If the rules were they as they are today, Ken Griffey Jr. would have been with Barry Bonds in Pittsburgh, and Alex Rodriguez would have been a Dodger. Just think about that. Jeez. But... But, anyway, but those are interesting articles, right? So you learn something new every day. And the way that the athletic has been, I mean, they've had some pretty zany articles, but at the same time, at least there's entertainment value there. I really hope that 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 site succeeds. Uh, it ha- to me, it's a hard sell not to you're you're only paying x amount of dollars. And as we have seen with many different, types of sports only sites or newspapers or whatnot, it's very difficult to keep that up. So I guess we'll, we'll just have to see if that works. But the fact is, uh, they were talking about this yesterday and, and how the, the, they were comparing the labor acrimony and labor, um, How the the union and the sport itself, what terms they're on compared to how they can get back into sports. So they were saying, yeah, the NBA has probably the best labor relations of any of the sports. Right? Everybody loves Adam Silver. Everybody loves Adam Silver. He's like the player's commissioner. Right? But they have by far the hardest road back because of the sport, because of the actual sport, like the way that the the way that basketball is played. And then you have next would probably be football as far as acrimony is concerned or lack thereof. I mean, they were, they just signed a new labor agreement, but yet that's the second hardest sport to get back in. Then you have hockey, which is kind of a middle ground for both. Nobody really trusts anybody, but and the 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 sport can be safe, right? Because you have you have face guards, right? So I mean, there are safety concerns, but less so. And then you have baseball, which is the easiest sport to bring back, but is by far the most acrimonious labor. <laughs> like not even close. And in fact, this morning Scott Boris came out and look, for those that don't know who Scott Boris is, Scott Boris is the man. I mean, he really is. Like, you could put, you could be mad at him all you want, but that man earns his keep and always has. And he said, look, we, we made a deal, and Seth, you and I discussed this last week. They can't have a product without us. So we should take a stand. And this should be the end of it. Like, no, absolutely not. And the the for those that did not follow what the uh, owners came back, uh, what the owners came back with, the result of the negotiation, which really wasn't one, was that the lower paid players would probably have a ten percent reduction in salary, but the upper paid players, like the Mike Trout's. Would have a seventy to eighty percent reduction in salary. So you're basically screwing your highest price guys and the guys that sell the tickets or that put fannies in the seats or that you watch on TV. So they're trying to bust the union because there are many more players that earn five hundred thousand dollars than earn thirty seven million dollars. And this could be the end of – Seth, you and I talked about this. This this could be the end of baseball. You don't have a season this year, and it's not millionaires versus billionaires. It's you're all playing a game, and we have to stay at
0: home. Yep. It's just that simple. It's really easy for Scott Boras. He's still getting his 4% of all these salaries to make these comments. He's not playing well, and no, he only gets his four percent if they play. But let's sure remember that. Yeah, because he's getting well. Yes and no. A lot of them is based on they'll get the, They'll get it based off the signing modus. No, he, yeah. He's not. He's not going. He's he's not going into the poorhouse anytime soon if they're not playing this year. But let's understand. Neither are the owners. That's the point.
1: Right, when when somehow, and, and maybe this is because, excuse me, maybe it's because these players are playing a game. That exactly public crazy. perception, public perception is always against the players. Always. The players are being greedy. The players play a game. They should take their money and be happy with it. That's what they should <laughs> do public perception has
0: always been this way in whatever yeah. sport it is.
1: I don't get I don't,
0: it. Well, I do. I don't know how you don't. It's, it's very difficult. So well, if the,
1: if the money doesn't home. go into the players, it goes into the owners who are billionaires.
0: Why is right. why is that? No one has ever dreamed People don't dream of being baseball owners. People dream of being athletes and being baseball players. That's what you grow up dreaming of being. Okay. And to me, in the way that I see this playing out, it, you know, but whoever, just throw someone out there. Fine. Let's say Stephen A. Cohen actually had bought the Mets. Okay. Stephen A. Cohen made his billions doing something else. Yep. So people don't at five and six and eight years old are not dreaming of being hedge fund managers. From the beginning Correct. of time, most people dream of being athletes, as guys. Correct. They dream of being professional, whatever it is. So that you get paid millions, to do what you love more than anything else, and what all of us want to be doing. That is where the resentment is, and that's why most of us don't dream of being a hedge. Now, being you know, as we get older and we have other thoughts around it, but deep down look, you're a successful attorney I'm a relatively successful CPA if you could be a professional athlete you do it in a millisecond, you give it all up in a millisecond, as would I we all dream of being these athletes and they get paid millions and millions of dollars and you know, because to them, to us it's a game, it's it's a labor of love to them it's a profession. I think that's why, we see it, it, that's why the perception is always against the players because they're, playing, they're getting paid millions to play a game.
1: Do you agree with that? Let me ask you that. Let's go the other way. Do you agree with that the perception is correct?
0: Perception isn't correct, but I'm not going to say I haven't felt the same way over the years. I don't okay. think it's a right or I, I, I think I would give anything in the world to be a professional athlete. I understand. And even, and even though I know that, you know, I, you know, I, I would, that the people at the Will or Steve Biscotti from Baltimore, who started a, a tech recruiting firm, they sold for a billion dollars. You know, even though I know there, they're worth more. If you ask me, could I have made eight million a year to be a baseball player? You know, we'd all be asking what can we all want to do. And whether it's right or wrong, you know, I mean, think about it even like this: Would you, in, ten years ago, not now, five, ten years ago, would you take in a fifty thousand dollar hit or a thirty thousand dollar hit to go be a to host a sports radio show nationwide? Absolutely, but Seth,
1: you're asking the wrong guy. Okay, and 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 I say this with, with with the utmost respect. I never wanted to be a player, ever, ever. I wanted to be weird. a manager. That's weird. Well, um, it's, maybe it's because I was never good enough as a player.
0: Oh, well, yeah, but like, that's not. The and I well, we well it, it was.
1: It was because I want. I loved the strategy. I still love the strategy. That's why I'm good at what I do, because I love the strategy, and the strategy, to me, never was as a player. As a player, you control yourself. As a manager, you control everybody. And maybe that's a control issue, and I get that. Thinking about this and saying it out loud, no. Sean has control issues. That may be a problem in, in general, but the fact is, yeah. I, I mean, if you ask the 12-year-old Sean Palmer whether he would rather play right field for the manager, or right field for the manager, right field for the Mets and replace Daryl Strawberry, or be the manager and replace Davey Johnson, I guarantee the 12-year-old Sean Palmer would have said replacing Davey Johnson. Guarantee it. I
0: think you're out of your mind.
1: <laughs> well, I was out of my mind then, too. But yes, that that. Hundred percent, absolutely, hundred percent. I wanted to be a manager. Still do. Still prefer doing that. Still prefer the strategy. Maybe that's why I love fantasy sports, because it allows me that uh, that that mechanism. But I just don't get it. I, I I get your point. I do. I get your point, but I I I don't understand. These guys have a shelf life, a a determined shelf life, right? Sometimes it's four years, I think, especially in football, where it's like three years to earn money. And then they're done. And owners have a shelf life of forever. I just don't get the – I I have a hard time with the public perception. I do. I get that playing a game – Mean something, and they are playing a game. But man, it is their work. It is their job. It is what they get paid to do. They do have contracts, the same way that everybody else does. They should get what they signed for.
0: No, I'm not per se disagreeing with you, but I don't think it's that straightforward. I think there's an emo. I, I think this is an emotional discussion. Not an an objective
1: discussion. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And and that's where... And and truth be told, Seth, I think that's what it comes down to, right? And that's why I think more in baseball than any of the other sports, it is an emotional discussion. It's always been that way way back to Kurt Flood, right, where there was a reserve clause and players weren't allowed to move around. And back then it was, of course you can't move around because you play a game, right? So the, so the concept of players play a game has always been held against baseball more than any other sport in that you can't move. You can't earn your money, you can't do this, you can't do that. you're playing a game, and maybe that's because baseball was America's pastime, and it was the most popular sport out there and maybe and i'm not I'm not bringing this well, I guess I am is because of race at this point. I don't know, but I have a really hard time with this whole argument of. Let's all get into the owners. Let's get on the owner's side because players should just have to play a game. Nobody says that when it's the NBA. Nobody says that when it's football. They just don't. So what makes baseball any different? That's what I guess I don't get.
0: But anyway, are, you, are so, you sure it's not seen the same way in football? I don't think it is.
1: When there was a football strike, I don't think anybody won. I don't think the perception was for anybody. That was the point. And I think in basketball, it was the same way. But let's also remember in basketball, people, players earned a lot more.
0: And they have always earned a lot more. I mean, it may, also be okay. this. it may also be as you said. Football players have three years. The NBA, yep. the average length, the, the physical takes a toll in the NBA and the NFL. In baseball, it's not the same. From a right. Physical you see the Bartolo now, right. You see the Bartolo Colones Right. You see the Bartolo Colon's,
1: and you're like a fat a fat guy can play baseball, and a fat guy can't yeah. play basketball right and and a fat guy isn't getting hit well, even if a fat guy is playing football he's getting hit a thousand times a day exactly. so no I, I, maybe that's it hockey you'll never hockey will always it's funny hockey sympathizes with the players all the time yep Hoc, hockey <laughs> you don't get sympathy on the owners you will always get you you will always get the fans on the. Player side of hockey because they view them as much more blue collar than any other sport. That's correct. Right. Always, always. And okay, yeah.
0: All right, continue. No, no, no. You were saying go. No, I was. It was kind of just thinking about that. But you're absolutely right. Hockey, it, it, because of the kind of fan base that it is. You no. Know, And I think it's funny
1: that you say that, and I think it's funny that we both agree with that because I think more people grow up in Canada wanting to be hockey players than in, in the United States being baseball players or football players or basketball players. I think everybody wants to be a hockey player. Like, it's only one, it's only one sport. But maybe it's just because it's Canada. And we all think Canadians are just nice In general <laughs> because, because they are Because mm-hmm. they absolutely are Okay, so I started watching For the love of basketball And we've talked about this on I the mean. show And and Seth, I, I, I hate you <laughs> yep. I mean, I cannot stand it I am watching this non-stop In between Ulysses S. Grant But nonstop. And it's tremendous, and I gotta say, I, I there are lots, and I'm I'm not even into the 70s yet. I'm at the end of the 60s, with the um, oh, I can't remember the the guy who was paralyzed. Uh, that was Marie Stokes. Marie Stokes, right? I just finished the Marie Stokes one, and first of all, I had no, oh no, I didn't finish Marie Stokes. I just finished Connie Hawkins, and. Um, and Dave
0: Brown? Spencer.
1: No, who's the guy? Uh, it was Fred, Doug Moe, Fred? Connie Hawkins, and there was
0: an, uh, a Brown. Freddie? I think it was Dwayne. Brown. Dwayne. Who was it? Not Dwayne. Freddie Brown. Roger. It's Roger Brown. Excuse
1: me. Roger, Roger Brown. Roger Brown. Yeah, those three. And first of all, I had no idea about the. Uh, like, I knew that there was a scandal, but I had no idea Doug Moe was involved at all. I had no idea these guys were not allowed to start playing basketball until they were twenty five. And then you sent me down a damn rabbit hole because now I gotta read all the litigation that went on between the NBA and Connie Hawkins. So thank you for ruining my weekend of reading more legal stuff than I really wanted to do. But it is true you were you are absolutely right. It is It is what baseball's, uh, what Ken Burns' baseball is. Except there's a lot more film of basketball than there was
0: of the early part of baseball. I have to get back into watching the Ken Burns. I kind of stopped halfway through the second episode. Well, the baseball's
1: hard because the first three innings, there's no video. It's all just still pictures because there was no video in 1910. So, I mean, we, we've we've definitely come to appreciate the fact that we're able to get anything and everything off the internet these days. But back then, there there was nothing. There was no video whatsoever. But uh, yeah, I, I wanted to thank you for for allowing me to go down that rabbit hole. I'm I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Uh, there was was one other thing I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember it. Hmm. Don't remember at all. Oh, what do you think about the uh, the? If you have your druthers, how many teams would be in the NBA for the playoffs? Would there be one, one through sixteen, or would you just play it the way it is? And do you think no matter what, this isn't going to be recognized? Like because the way I see it is. The Spurs during the strike year. I don't think anybody remembers that was a strike year except for you and me. Like yeah. in the, in the normal course of action, I think we just say, okay, Tim Duncan won five championships, right? Yep. Or three championships, or what, it was five or three. It's one of the two. Five. five. It was two. Five. Mm-hmm. So he won five championships, but we don't say he won four and a strike championship. It's a championship, right? Do you think that this year will be, say, in 15 years just like that, or will people remember this year for the fact of this year and the way it goes no
0: on? One's gonna it. No one's going to have a clue. No one's going to no have, no have any recollection at all. I, okay. I read the article on USPN how people still put the asterisk. I started. I burst out laughing. The only people who would put an asterisk next to a 1999 championship or sports writers
1: and Knicks fans.
0: And Knicks fans. No, because the Knicks won eight teams He made the finals. I know.
1: I was kidding. We don't. We don't. We don't yeah. want to be reminded.
0: Yeah, I'm, I was there's kidding. The last useful team we've had, but yeah, there's no asterisk. There was still a sixteen team title. Sixteen teams made the tor- made the tournament. Made the uh, playoffs. One team won. Yep. No asterisk. And that's why I place. want and Seth that's why I wanted it to stay
1: eight and eight yeah. and that's really why I want it to stay east and west, even if you're both playing in the same place. I don't care like it that, that location doesn't matter to me it's I don't want the celtics playing the the celtics play in the seventy76ers in the finals, and in fifteen years I have to explain to Jake why that happened. Right? There's no need to, or you'll explain to Jake. I mean, somebody will. Jake will come up and go, Celtics and 76ers playing the finals. What happened there? Why? What What's the purpose to that? I just don't see it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you need to have the problem you do have is then you have certain teams that don't come back. That don't need to like. I understand Lillard's point of, well, I'm not going to be in the playoffs. And all I can do is either get hurt or get sick. Why Absolutely. am I going back and forth? Absolutely. Even if he doesn't get paid. Yeah. What's the point? I mean, he's making 40 million a year anyway. It doesn't matter. So I, I completely get it. Get his point. And that's an issue. Because so then you can't have some teams play and some teams not play. I don't think. If you're going to go, str- I don't know if you go. Str- you play ten games the rest of the season. You're not going to play 82, but you play 10 to 15 games, um, and then go to the playoffs. You, like you gotta be, It's got to be. It can be done. I mean, you just Golden State. I think is the only team that's been fully eliminated from the playoffs. Now the problem is, if you've been fully eliminated, are you just not going to play? Cause, I mean, like, well, the, the, NHL,
1: the, NH- the, the NHL is going straight to the playoffs. They said screw it. We're done. Now they may they they allow, they're allowing a lot more teams, twenty four teams out of thirty. I'm not sure I'd be. First of all, you couldn't do that in the NBA, not with seven, not with seven games. But um, yeah, that's what they're that's what the NHL is planning on doing. So, um, but I agree. I think sixteen teams, eight on the side. Where you are is where you are. Play playoffs. Like do a three week mini camp like the n h l is doing, get yourselves into somewhat form of conditioning, and then do it and you know the thing that the thing it boggles me and maybe maybe it's everybody being optimistic and me just being the pessimistic one and this is look, this is normal, right? I mean of most people, I am probably the least optimistic amongst everybody is I'm still of the belief that this doesn't happen. Like, I think everybody is, is viewing this as a fait accompli. Like, let's figure out how we can get the season back because the season's coming back. I'm not sure anybody's actually thinking season's not coming back. I mean, League canceled today, the rest of their
0: season. They're done. The problem is this. You have, the states are now opening up a little bit. Now, whether they should be or not is a whole other discussion. Sure. You have a president, whether loved or despised, and let's be honest, there's really not much in between. Yep. He's pushing for it to come back. The governors are allowing people, teams, to, if they want to play in their stadiums, to play. You need an optimism if, there's a, if we just passed 100,000 dead. There needs to be something to look forward to. And I quoted was the American, I, I pulled a show on you last week and quoted quoted a movie, The American President. And you need something to look forward to. My son, we, we, I, we, yesterday, Governor Murphy announced that summer camps were going to be open, most likely. Later that afternoon, we found out the camp we were going to send Jake to it was going to be close. You know, you know, Jake doesn't know yet, and that's fine. But, yeah, you know, you need something to look forward to. And even if it's illusory, it just still has you a month or two months of looking forward to something. Maybe it's that's it. it but but uh, I said, maybe that's it.
1: And maybe I'm Debbie Downer.
0: And also, maybe you're I'm. Also you're also a pessimist by nature, uncertain. Agreed,
1: but I'm also a realist by
0: nature, and
1: I see the issues that are coming up with this. It rather than wow. just saying, "Let's all hope for the best," right? And Wait, what, I don't. Would do
0: do you consider me? Am I an optimist or a pessimist?
1: You're more optimist than pessimist.
0: I've become that over the years.
1: Well, but, yeah. I mean, you have kids. I think kids history, have something yeah. look,
0: I think I think kids has something to do with
1: it. I really do. Like not just for you. My brothers become much more optimistic. I think kids definitely have something to do with it, and that's a good thing, right? I mean your kid falls, my first theory is, Oh my god, I gotta bring him to the hospital. Your first theory is he'll jump right back up. He's fine. Just don't react. Most of the time. I'm not saying all the time. But, but I definitely think that kids have something to do with that. And, again, not a bad thing. I think that's actually the most commendable thing about having children is that you become more optimistic. But I just, and, and it's also my profession. You see the risks. And I see a lot of them. And the unfor- it's unfortunate, but I do. Okay, we got five minutes left. Uh, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Or did you just log off? I don't know if Seth's even on still. says he's on. I guess I'll go first. So anyway, it has been quite a run at Blog Talk Radio. Uh, We have very much enjoyed our stay. Uh, We will be back next week on some other... I think he just texted me. Yep, He said we got kicked off. We didn't get kicked off. But anyway been a great run we'll see you guys next week stay safe out there everybody we're going to pull through this this is the optimist and sean palmer talking and we will talk oh seth are you now on hello seth nope he's gone and we'll speak to you next week all right everybody see ya